Welcome to the very first episode of the Country and Cold Cans podcast. We're the Oak City Drifters. I'm Logan. This is my co-host, Andrew. All right, where to begin? Uh, I guess a little intro is uh, needed for, at this point. We're uh, a couple of dudes here in Raleigh, North Carolina, a.k.a. the Oak City, where we have a love for country music. A few years ago, we really got into the Texas red dirt scene, all the independent scene as it is. Really into it. Yeah, really into it. I think, uh, if it, what was that? What was it, January 2015, I think it was? Yes, January yeah. uh, 2015. I would say, uh, you know, not to put it lightly, but that was a bit of a life-changing moment when in my musical progression. Uh, what about you, Andy? Yeah, I went to a random show, knew maybe two songs, ended up being uh, pretty badass, drink more beers than we probably should have because it was pretty fun. You know, that music kind of just makes you want to drink. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, boots on a hardwood floor, what am I going to say? But uh, I, I think can't refuse that. That night we went to go see the uh, a band from uh, our, our town here called American Aquarium. Probably knew you know, the Burn, Flicker, Die album, like most people at the time, knew it a little bit, and then they had the, a couple of openers, you know. Yeah, from the from the Oklahoma. From Oklahoma. There. We were just like, oh, they sound pretty good. And there's we show up, and there's this guy who sits on a stool and says, here's some songs. All called Freebird. And then he started singing, and we were like, damn, this dude's good. And it was none other than Mr. John Moreland. So that was a, that was a big deal. And then the middle act came on, and... What can I say other than these guys rock? It was uh, a band out of what, where are they from in Oklahoma, Andy? I can't uh, I can't ever pronounce yeah, the name. Southeast yeah, I can't ever pronounce the name, so I apologize to uh, some of our Okies out there. But uh, it was a band called the Turnpike Troubadours. I think we had maybe known one song at the time. It was Seven and Seven. seven, seven. Yeah, still a badass song, badass and badass now. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we really got fully on into the uh, the whole music scene. The debut of Long Drive Home. That's right. It was that was actually for With any an added of, verse. <laughs> it's on YouTube actually. Uh, the the full version. It was the first time they had played that, and they had had the extra uh, added verse. They they haven't really played since then. But it's a cool performance. Cool little cool little historical nugget for any of those that people out there that like to go see live performances on YouTube. But uh, that was a that was a big deal. I would say. I mean, I've gone to. I think that was the first uh, road trip to Raleigh. Yeah, back in what was called the Wolves album release party, right, which is yeah. now known as the Road Trip to Raleigh. So yeah, five years later, I've been to every show. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so now that kind of like fast forward to where we are now. We wanted to start this podcast, you know, start our our website and all that, and, you know, just to kind of shine a spotlight on authentic music because that uh, was really a life changing life changing moment for us when it comes to music because we stopped listening to the pop country and more to you know, what I call good music. Well, and I think most people consider good music. I mean, we're not pros by any means, but, I mean, I like to think I know what I'm talking about a little bit sometimes. I mean, at least my mama thinks I know what I'm talking about. (laughs) My mom only thinks that sometimes. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, but so this is the Country and Cold Cans podcast for the Oak City Drifters, and uh, basically we're going to give you an upfront and unfiltered conversation about the Texas music scene, the red dirt scene, independent scene the americana which all generally gets yeah. thrown it's a catch into turn. the yeah. texas scene they all just they get thrown in there oh yeah if little, you play at kane's ballroom there's a good chance we're probably gonna for sure mention you except for the the off nights at kane's where they have weird people <laughs> but yeah so we just kind of want to you know 
eventually uh, get into artist interviews once we kind of grow our fan base a little bit. You know. If someone's brave enough to show up. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you drink, we got cold beer. I mean, that's, we're drinking some uh, Bull Durham beer right now. If anybody's seen the movie with Kevin Costner, so right where we live, they're about, you know, 20, 30 minutes away is Durham, North Carolina, where the Durham Bulls play, where they uh, was the focus of the movie, and they have their own own beer called uh, Bull Durham Beer, and we're uh, we're drinking that right now as we speak. But but yeah, if you don't drink, we'll have some cold cokes, you know, ready for yeah, you <laughs> for the Isbulls and the Barnums and yeah. the Dalton Dominoes. Yeah, for anybody you know, like we you know we support all that. So, uh, but yeah, so here we go. Um, we kind of want to discuss current events and what's going on in the scene, shine a spotlight on deserving artists, you know, trying to kind of get the help, get the message out there uh, everywhere, but also in North Carolina. Cause it seems like, you know, we had a conversation with, uh, where were we at? We were in Fuquay. Fuquay at, uh, what was it called? Aviator? Aviator. Let's yeah. See Corey Hunt. Corey Hunt band. Yeah. If anybody doesn't know them, you might want to check them out. Those guys are, those guys are good. They, uh, they deserve bigger crowds on what they get in North Carolina is for sure. But that's kind of, yeah, that was one thing we were talking about is that a lot of people, they would like this kind of music, but they just, they've never heard of it. They don't know it exists, and they just don't see it. And when people come to town, they just, they don't know who these people are, so they don't go see the bands that they would actually rather see versus whatever the crap is that people listen to that's crap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and to be fair, I don't think that, uh, I think people want to listen to better music. Yeah. I just think it's a, it's an access problem. If you like it, you like it. Yeah, but, you mm-hmm. do. I mean, if you don't, fair enough. Not I mean, everybody can have great taste. Hey, man, so, well, music's subjective. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't have to like it, but, I mean, it's it's good stuff. But, uh, but yeah, so we um, we were talking to Corey, actually, after the show, and like Andy was saying, it just it seems like there's a lack of access in North Carolina, so we kind of want to help remedy that a little bit, reach out to the folks here. I know that there's a good a good uh website and everything called red dirt nc shout out to those guys they uh they do a good job of keeping everyone informed in the state of when guys in the red dirt scene come up this way anywhere in north carolina where they're playing out in nashville or charlotte or raleigh i mean they they kind of keep you updated on that stuff so shout out to red dirt nc uh but yeah we kind of want to help out you know fighting the good fight for good music good songwriting the key for any song to me is good songwriting what about you andy oh yeah good songwriting being able to understand them that's key i've that sometimes well that's probably a, my own problem yeah good songwriting is pretty much got to be there or it's just decent songwriting not just stupid things that make no sense at least give me tell me a story yeah. i guess make, make me want to cry that's something that we drink could whiskey. get it <laughs> well a lot of things make you want to drink whiskey <laughs> but uh Anyways, like let's. I guess we could get into what we think makes a good song. I mean, like you just kind of hit the nail on the head right there with uh, good songwriting. But it also, like you know, it needs to make you think, make you feel something. Because I know, and it's fine. Look, there's a time and place for all kinds of music. Like there is a time and place for music that's just a background noise. You know, it's like you're out at the pool with your friends. Like you're not gonna have any. You're not gonna be playing Elephant by Jason Isbell while you're out there at the pool, hanging no. out in the summer. But I mean, like, but the thing is though, the key to a good song in my mind is in making you feel something it, it giving you some type of reaction one way or the other it's one thing like that i heard that the turnpike troubadour say when they first started nobody was listening to anything that they were saying so they just started playing music and made everybody want to two-step after work on a friday night but they also had good song lyrics to go with it because at that point nobody's listening to the lyrics but it sounded good and that's how they kind of got started on playing their own music is doing that type of deal 
you know, to piggyback off what he's saying right there, it's kind of like shifting gears a little bit, but he was saying uh, Turnpike was talking about making people want a two-step. That's something that I wish there was more of a, a, a scene for that in North Carolina. We just don't, we lack any real like honky-tonks or dance halls. We don't have that. That's something I'm envious of the the folks down in the Texas region because, I mean, they, they've got that. They've got all these artists playing around all the time. I mean, we've, we've got some cool venues, don't get me wrong, but if you were to say two-step to half the people we know around here, they'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? I mean, so this, that's something that I wish we had more of a scene of in North Carolina. True, even though I can't two-step <laughs> or yeah. dance at all. Yeah, until you give him about six shots of whiskey and then he's ready to cut a rug out there sometimes. Like Still he, can't do it, but I do it. <laughs> he said he he said one time when he was in Nashville he he had a few uh, a few cold snacks and uh, he started teaching people how to dance. But you know I, re- I relate. I did that one time too. Yeah, they're too drunk. No difference. I you know what I was talking about. I was just making it up on the fly. Hey, I mean that's the way. If you tell anybody anything with some confidence, they'll be- some people will believe you. Hey, a magician's best audience is a drunk audience. <laughs> that's the key, you know. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I mean, you know, we actually. I've seen some red dirt artists up here in uh, Raleigh recently. I mean, uh, we out at a place called City Limit Saloon a few weeks ago. We we saw Dalton Domino who was opening for Wade Bowen. Dalton played by himself acoustically, he was sitting on a stool. It was a good show. He did um he did did a real good job that night. Played some new tunes Play for everybody. That's I'm telling everybody you need to be keep on your radar for when Dalton brings uh the new music out because that stuff it, it was killer i'm i'm looking forward to hearing the studio versions of those songs very good can't find it's hard to find any of it on youtube because i looked you can't find <laughs> any of those songs i guess nobody there was recording it yeah, I mean, unfortunately yeah unfortunately for the fans i guess fortunately for some of the artists i don't know i don't know how the artists feel about that if yeah. anyone knows you know feel free to you know comment and l- let us know but then after dalton we had wade come on and we took a friend of ours uh that didn't he's he's just suddenly becoming a fan of the of the scene. Sort of. Sort of. He uh he started he's gotten into Cody Johnson, Cody Jinks, so we figured the two Cody's will be a good gateway drug for him. Yeah, we'll try to find him a we'll give him a good third Cody and then we'll move to a a, a guy that's not named Cody. Yeah. Well funny thing, funny story about that is one of our best friends, his name is Clint. He uh he and I were riding around Raleigh the other day, wanting to go get something to eat, and he legit like looked at me and goes, Hey man, he's like uh have you ever heard of this band called the Turnpike Troubadours? And I looked at him and I was like, dude, are you freaking kidding me? I was like, I've only been talking about them for the last four years. And I was wearing a Turnpike Troubadours hat as he asked me that. So yeah, like that's just, yeah, no, I never heard of him, (laughs) (laughs) but he's uh, he was a fan of the song. Good Lord, Lori, which, you know, that song slaps. Yeah. It fucks. (laughs) Good song. I mean, but yeah, we, um, but back to the Wade concert, Wade, Wade, puts on a killer live show. It's the first time I had seen him live. Absolutely. I thought that was a fantastic Phenomenal. show. It's a great vocalist live. I mean, he sounds oh, yeah. exactly like the album. That dude, he doesn't just sing. That dude sings. Singin'. He's singing. Because that guy, he knows, he knows what he's doing. You know, it's, it's definitely somebody that I recommend any of any of our people out in North Carolina, if he comes through again, definitely go see. Yeah, because it had been a while since he'd been here to play. Yeah. He, said, he, he did tell us, though, it's not going to be as long until he comes back again. Hopefully, hopefully he had a good enough crowd that night. I, we had a buddy of ours that was uh, we ran into at the show was telling us the last time uh, Wade was coming. It was a while back, and it was like five years ago. Yeah, I think. they were playing at a, a venue downtown called uh, the Lincoln Theater. Anybody in Raleigh needs to go to see a show there. It's awesome. It holds about just under nine hundred people. Great, great little rock club. 
But uh, the last time he said Wade was here, he said they had Wade. It was Randy Rogers. They uh, had Stony Larue. Uh, who was there? Anybody I, else he mentioned? All but, I can remember was but, Wade like, and Randy. I tell you what, that would have been a killer Old show to go to. Yeah, that would have been a killer show. But but yeah, I, um, I'm definitely you know looking forward to seeing some more. I, I, Co Wetzel actually came through town to uh, to Charlotte a like, few weeks ago. Yeah. But it was on a Wednesday. He's been coming and, like every other month. Right. Yeah. So he's definitely like we're. I'm definitely got it on my radar to go see him in the summer. Parker's yeah. coming in April. Yeah, Parker is coming to play at City Limits. Actually, Parker McCollum, April twelfth on a Friday. So and tickets are, are real cheap up, yep. up here, guys. Like they're, I think ten bucks uh, yes, advanced tickets and twelve bucks at the door. Yeah. So anyone that's in town needs to go see Parker McCollum. Reckless Kelly's coming soon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Corey Humpband will probably be opening for him. I would him. guess me's from here. Yep. I mean, he's been opening for him. Corey always opens for Reckless when they come here. He opens for him in Texas. Like it's it, that would be a good show because Corey Humpband, like I said, check them out. They're good. Never seen Reckless Kelly live, but I I, uh, yeah. I would enjoy seeing them. The Braun brothers. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. I mean, that's one of the disadvantages of living out in North Carolina. Um, is a lot of my favorite bands, you know, are out in Texas and Oklahoma. They only come up here every so often. And a lot of the smaller guys, like, not smaller as in, like, they're not good, but as in they just don't have a big old following yet. Like, um, they, they don't come up this way because it's not, I guess, as, as financially viable at the moment. So we have to wait for them to get bigger, and that takes a while. But, you know, it is. I mean, hopefully people do, like, what Muscadine Bloodline and Co. Wetzel are doing, where Co.'s bigger out in the Texas area and Muscadine's bigger over here. And they just switch who opens and who headlines depending on where they're at and who has a bigger crowd. Oh, for sure. Maybe more people will start for doing sure. that, and then they can branch people out to Texas and branch people out over here to the southeast. That's similar about four, four or five years ago, I think it was. I can't remember exactly, but it's similar to what uh, Co Wetzel and Reed Southall did. Uh, Reed Southall, you know, the Reed Southall band, they're from Oklahoma. Co and them are from Texas. So when they would go up to Oklahoma, Reed Southall would be the headliner. Co would open. They go back to the Texas market, you know, they'd, they'd flip-flop and Co would headline, Reed would open. I think that's just, that's the beauty of the Texas music scene and the Red Dirt scene is everyone's always wanting to help each other out. They're like, they're, it's not this, you know, cutthroat kind of world. They want to see each other succeed. It's more like a like a family versus a everybody's competition and totally. after out to get someone. I mean, you take like, uh, like the Hangover Ball, they always put four people on stage and they all just play together. Totally. And like those, like we actually were out in Tulsa about, uh, what was it, a year and a half ago now, two years ago, something like that. Yeah. It, was, it wasn't this past New Year's. It was, it was the, one the one before, before that. It, yeah. Where uh, American Aquarium opened for Turnpike. Right. So like uh, Andy, me, my older brother, my older brother's fiance, we all went out there for uh, uh, New Year's Eve. And that was a blast. Yeah, except for it was miserably cold. Yeah, it was miserably cold. I didn't, like, I, that was my first trip out to Oklahoma, so I honestly had no idea that it got that cold out there. But I was, you know, very surprised and not it, in a good way. It, realistically, even if you live there, I mean, it's, nobody's going to say, oh, hey, <laughs> yeah. it's nice out. <laughs> yeah, like, that shit was, like, eight degrees. And I'm yeah. not even, I'm not saying that as in, oh, my gosh, it was so cold, it was, like, eight degrees. I'm like, it was literally eight degrees. So, yeah, that sucked. But the trip was awesome. I mean, yeah, we, we uh, forgot that the Hangover Ball existed. Yeah. And didn't yeah. Uh, bother to get tickets. And then we're uh, pretty disappointed when we found out that uh, 
that wasn't going to be happening. Unfortunately, though, I mean, I'm like, it, it is what it is. I'm planning on going back out to Tulsa sometime, but I, I had already scheduled my flight back to the east, back east, uh, <laughs> the day of the hangover ball, so I couldn't make it. But that, I'll tell you what, that show, though, was a blast because, uh, Andy, tell them your favorite part about Kane's Bar. Uh, that they, they sell you beer in six packs. Because nobody else does that, and I don't get it. Because you have to at least miss... to to be fair, at least nobody that we know of. Yeah. It, it may be a, a thing in the region. Don't know. Maybe somebody can let us know. But in North Carolina, that shit doesn't happen. Because you have to get miss part of the show to go back and get more beer. I mean, just sell it to me in bulk and let me stay right in my spot. I can get all the way to the close I want to the front, and I have to worry about going back. And I don't have to miss anything. I mean, yeah. Look, I'm in agreement. I mean, you're not stopping people from drinking too much by making them buy one at a time they're did, still gonna drink it i did want to ask for a large whiskey and they told me they couldn't give me a large whiskey so they gave me two six packs instead yeah and then then a, a nice kind oaky told me that uh you pull out the two you double fist them and put the rest on your belt and you walk around like that all night like your damn uh, cowboy in the old west with six shooters on each side but instead it's a six, six pack. pack of miller light <laughs> yeah that was that was cool i i thought that uh andy had innovated that until he told me that it was a, a good old Oklahoma dude had told him that out on the hardwood floor at, at uh, Canes. But uh, that was a fun show. Canes was cool to see. It's one of those historic venues that was on my bucket list to see, and I, I'm glad I got the trip out there because just, you know, the the amount of history that building has and the amount of artists over the years that have, that have played that venue is phenomenal. I thought that surprisingly that to me was that the Mercury Lounge ended up being what I thought would be the cooler venue. Yeah, no, we didn't get to I, see I a show there, but I mean I think that would be badass to be able to see a show at the Merc. And I can tell you one thing, the uh, I think we probably annoyed the bartenders, uh, us and a few of the other people because one. For one, let's go and throw this out there. Me and Andy and my brother drink. We we, we just had all the Pearl of beer that we uh, yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that was there. You know the David Allen Co. song. Never seen it before. We had never seen Pearl in a yeah, can before, I, and then we're like legit. Like I, I had only heard of that in yeah, the David Allen Co. Song. And they had it. I, like and I saw it, and I was like, it was like seeing you know a white rhino or whatever. Like and it, it's we just started it. burning through it. Yeah, and uh, we drank all the pearl. All and of it. I know when you're you hear that you're thinking, "Hey, they these guys drink a lot of the pearl." Like, no, we drank all the pearl they had all to stop. But you're yeah, out. That, that was cool. they had to switch to Lone Star. Yeah, yeah, but uh which, you know, Lone Star is okay, but Pearl was a lot better. But uh but yeah, so back to the Mercury though. The Mercury was awesome because and we were probably annoying the bartenders because they could tell we were tourists from out of town because nope. they they had the uh And the worst kind, the drunk yeah. tourists. Oh yeah, they're the worst. But uh, they uh, had a jukebox, and there aren't many places back home that have jukeboxes anymore. They used to be a lot more than there are, but now the ones that do, it's just it's playing, you know, Sam Hunt and Florida Georgia Line. And look, if that's your thing, fair enough, man. I'm not gonna dog you on it. But the thing is, though, they don't have like they don't have you know Turnpike Troubadours and Old Merle Haggard and George Jones on there like this place or did. the original Bozier City album, and that's that what is they not have. be able to find it anywhere but they have it at the Merc. so we took you know as much money as we could scrounge together and went over there and played the entire album and like, then when you start playing turnpike the guy on the other side of the bar is start singing he, he gives you the point and the grin <laughs> yeah he that was uh that was a fun fun evening even though i heard the bartender say he was like oh some more damn turnpike songs like i know he was like these guys they're definitely not from here and you know he was right 
Yeah, I mean, he's definitely right, but I mean, it's gonna happen. Look, I mean, look, I don't, I don't live in Tulsa. I mean, if I'm in Tulsa, I'm gonna play some Turnpike Troubadours at the Mercury. And then when we get done, we're gonna go to Whataburger. Yeah. I mean, this is what you do. Now, I'm gonna say this is probably gonna be an unpopular opinion with folks from the Texas Oklahoma scene, and I'm gonna put the disclaimer with saying. Whataburger is good. It's very good. It's damn good. But it's no cookout. <laughs> and if if you ain't had cookout, you just don't know. Cookout's a chain that started in North Carolina, and it's a different style of burger. To be fair, it's a uh, what was it a char char grilled burger? I don't know. Whataburger is a Whataburger. No, 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 not Whataburger. I'm talking about like, cookout burgers. I think it's a char grill burger. Char something. It's, it's cooked differently. We're not, we're not fucking cooks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but We just eat it. Cookout, like no joke, has the best value. Cookout is like the best burger I've ever had at a fast food restaurant. But like I said, to be fair to Whataburger, Whataburger is phenomenal. You know, Andy over here is a spicy ketchup guy. I'm, I'm a spicy ketchup I'm guy. team fancy ketchup. I'm with Randy and Wade on that. But uh, spicy ketchup is just not my thing. It's definitely my thing. I mean, you, I don't think you can go wrong with it, but that's just an argument for everybody that's from Texas. Yeah, fair I mean, enough. Because te- what a burger man is Texas thing. I mean, you got Oklahoma's yeah. got uh, Brahms. Yeah, I don't, delicious I, ice cream. I had never been there, so I, I wouldn't Great know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, but it, if you're ever out, you know, back east this way, North Carolina, be sure to stop at a cookout. Most of them are. Uh, there is no place to sit inside unless you go to a new one. That's kind of a new thing with cookout, but for not that's, yeah, the OGs you, know, you gotta you gotta sit outside. Ten out of ten, I recommend going to going to cookout. Definitely should. Absolutely, but, they're uh, gonna be busy late at night though after the show, and you're probably gonna be drunk most yeah. likely. Just assuming that, and they're gonna be busy with other drunk people. Yeah. Now that kind of reminds me when he said that when uh, Muscadine Bloodline played uh, City Limits. Back in November, I think it was. They had Coetzel open for them. And, of course, you know, the one weekend. We're not here. We're not here. We Like, me and Andy and a couple of our friends, James and Chase, like, we all decided to take a spur-of-the-moment trip out to uh, Nashville. Just, like, take a they take a boys' trip out there, you know, because we had never been to Music City. We wanted to go see what Lower Broadway was all about. Fun I'd been before. I knew what I was getting into. <laughs> Fun town, by the way. Definitely recommend going down there. A lot of pop country, but still, by the end of the night, you don't really care. You and 85% of the, everybody else there is going to be too drunk to even realize. <laughs> but uh, Little Broadway is a lot of fun. But we, we were out in Nashville, and we noticed that uh, Co was evident from Muscadine. And I'm a Muscadine fan, by the way. They just released a new song uh, the other day called Montgomery. Recommend checking it out. It's kind of a rock-leaning jam, but it's a uh, it's, it's good song. Um, but Co was evident from Muscadine, and we see that he was at Slim's. After the show. Drinking whiskey. Drinking whiskey. And I heard it was a rowdy show for Co. at yeah. City Limits. And for those of you not from Raleigh or those of you that are not American Aquarium fans, Slim's is a little dive bar on South Wilmington Street in downtown Raleigh. And they, it's mentioned in the song uh, St. Mary's by American Aquarium. Land- Landlocked nights. nights. down at Slim's, that's right. And uh, so Co. you know, never having like gone up through Raleigh before, decided he wanted to go out to Slim's. So he did. And apparently, it, by what I understand, it was it would have been a good time. And the one weekend I'm not in my city, Coetzel is at Slim's. But, you know, it's the way it goes sometimes. But maybe it was kind of a blessing in disguise I wasn't there. Yeah, because it probably would have not probably ended well. Potentially not. But, you know, it's the way it goes. But, uh, you know, 
Well, this is kind of our intro. You got anything else you want to add to it? No, I think we're set here on our intro. We got yeah, a I think little that, uh, rambled on here. A little ramble, but I mean, hey, I, sometimes you, I, I ramble on and on. It's, it's just the way I am. But I'm actually getting word from our producer right now, the official Oak City Drifters, Doggo Bella. She's saying that uh, it's time for her to go because she's kind of sitting by her bowl, begging for kibbles. kibbles. Yeah, begging for kibbles. But, you know, what else is new? Anyways, signing off, Country and Cold Cans Podcast. I'm, we're the Oak City Drifters. I'm Logan. I'm Andrew. And we will see you next time.